was a bit of a fiasco, everybody. My apologies. This is uh, part two of the podcast. <laughs> Fucking goddamn dummy. Uh, yeah, I, I'm dealing with a Radio Shack tape recorder, everybody. So that's kind of how things work sometimes. So, um, it's, it's weird to me how people think their jobs are more than they are. I'm just, I'm selling a product to a store. This, I'm not saving lives. I'm not curing cancer. I'm not getting children out of poverty. I'm taking a product and I'm selling it to a store and then for whatever reason the store no longer has fucking stock boys and now I'm putting it on a shelf. Let's all, let's all be real everybody. Let's all be real about what it is. And it ain't much. Cow, go away. Why are you so loud? So today was a weird day. I um, I got the mail. The mail came. Mail comes Monday through Saturday. I've applied to be a mailman as well. <laughs> Maybe that'll happen. Who the fuck knows? But uh, I got a, a letter. And on the letter, it said that uh, postage was due. 40 cents was due. But it, it got delivered. I didn't. I didn't pay it, so I'm like, okay, give me my four, give me my mail, and so I open it up, and it is a card. You know, I've I've been getting into the sports card collections. You know, it's usually what my mail is nowadays, sports card shit. So I uh, I open it up, and it is a card of. DeMarcus Ware, or sorry, DeMarcus Lawrence. Whoever the fuck DeMarcus Lawrence is. He played for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I literally have zero clue who the guy is. And I, um, as a Buffalo Bills fan, I hate the Dallas Cowboys. Sorry, if you like the Dallas Cowboys... Great. I fucking hate him. So I'm, and it's the only card in the envelope. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? So I go back and I find the guy. I bought it, the card from a guy on Twitter. And I bought it for $1.25, including the shipping. So it's not like this is not a major tra- financial transaction, right? Um, so I was like, Hey man, um, this card, I don't, I don't remember purchasing this card. So I went back through Twitter from the day that he sent me the invoice to like, I did like a whole week prior to like, see if I had any kind of messages between me and him on Twitter. And there were none, none. And I'm like, uh, so I'm, I messaged him, like, hey, man, I got the card. 
uh, it's not a card that I willingly would have purchased. I don't even think this is the kind of card that I would have purchased drunk. That's how much I hate the Cowboys. I wouldn't even have bought one of their cards drunk. So I, he's like, oh, uh, maybe I made a mistake. Uh, I'll take care of you, whatever. And I was like, don't worry about it, man. Um, I just, the, it's more, it's a mystery to me. Now, if I had paid like, I don't know, five bucks or more, I would have been like, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? But because it was just a dollar, a dollar twenty-five, a dollar twenty-five, it then just becomes a mystery. Help me solve the mystery, dude. Tell me, like, did I actually purchase this? Did I go, yes, I want that Demarcus Lawrence card. Please. Please and thank you. Because I don't think I did. And I just kind of want to figure it out. And I want to figure out how he got it to me. Like how he thought it was me. Like I got the whole thing. of like, yeah, man, you owe $1.25 for this card. And I'm like, okay. And I hate to say it, everybody. Sometimes I buy cards on Twitter from people. They do these things called stack sales where like for a whole week they'll be selling cards. And then like on Monday I'll be like, oh, hey, I'm interested in that Bruce Smith card. And then I forget about it. And then a week later, they're like, yeah, man, you bought a card. You owe me two bucks. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then usually I like ask them, like, well, what the fuck? What did I win? What did I buy from you? And then they'll, they'll tell me usually. And this guy, he did tell me. He's like, yeah, I think you bought a Demarcus Lawrence. And I'm like, what? No fucking way. No way. I said it was probably a Buffalo Bill card. And sure as fuck, it was Demarcus Lawrence. So, yeah, it's a mystery to everybody. So, essentially, what I'm trying to tell you is don't buy shit from people on goddamn Twitter. Because they will fuck you over, man. They will fuck you over. Oh, I'm very tired. Sorry, this, this podcast is going to be shit. They're usually shit, but this one's going to be super shit. Because I'm so goddamn tired. I can't even think straight. I really got nothing going on, everybody. It's me. Just kind of concerned about this job. Concerned about another job I had an interview with. I had a phone interview with a company yesterday that went well. And it would be something I'd be more interested in. That job, then the job I job chatter day. Oh, that's another thing too, everybody. The the job that I job chatter day to, I'm not getting paid for it. I didn't get paid. I worked eight plus hours and I'm not going to get paid. Is that legal? It almost seems like that's not legal. I mean, I guess I did voluntarily decide to do it, but I'm just like, fuck. When we got when we got back to the office, they had pizza for people, so I had, I ate a couple slices of pizza and did not feel guilty at all about it. Fuck. Oh, man. All right. What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. Um, Matt Harper, listener Matt Harper, sent me an article, and I saw this article myself. 
I saw it and I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to talk about this. And then Matt Harper is like, oh, fuck, you got to talk about this. And I'm like, oh, God, why? Why? It's a very sad story to me. There was a fire at a dairy farm in Texas on Monday. And approximately 18,000 cattle died in the fire. Jesus Christ. That's unfucking real. Um, no, there were no human casualties, which is great, I guess. But I, I'm just like, how does that happen? First off, how do you have a ranch that's got 18,000 cows? How fucking big is that goddamn ranch that you have 18,000 cows? God damn it. And then, I, maybe this is just me, but you would think, I mean, it's got clearly it's got to be a huge structure that this thing caught on fire and killed 18,000 people. How does it not have, like, a sprinkler system or something in it, right? Like, if this thing does get, catch on fire, you would think, like, oh, we need to have some sort of, like, fire extinguishing device in it to prevent mass casualties, Apparently not. Apparently you don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck about our cows. <laughs> what do you think it smelled like? Do you think that was like one of the greatest smells of all time? <laughs> it just smells like barbecue. Fuck. Oh, I, I'm making jokes, but I, sh I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't. I just, I feel bad about it. I mean, this, the whole... Stuff like this is the reason why I don't eat cow. I don't eat beef. I just I can't do it. One of the products, excuse me. One of the products that the company that I job shadowed with today, they sell um they sell like beyond meat jerky. So it's it's fake meat jerky. And to me, that just seems like that's not a good product. Because who eats jerky? It's like fucking redneck hillbilly manly men type dudes, right? We're going to, I gotta eat me some goddamn jerky. I'm going to put it in between my lip and gums like it's goddamn chaw. But they're, they're making some jerky out of plant-based meat. And it's kind of expensive, too. So not only is it like fake meat, it's also expensive fake meat. Who the fuck's buying it? Regular jerky people are like, they want more pork, more beef, more salt. That's what they want in their jerky. They want more jerk in their jerky. Fucking unreal. So... What do you do? You just lost 18,000 cows. How do you recover? How do you, you're like uh, Joe Exotic. How do you financially recover? I don't know, man. I guess you have your insurance. The mayor of Dimmit, Malone, 
said he, uh, Mayor Malone said he has taken emergency management courses that teach you how to dispose of animal carcasses after a disaster, but not at this scale. How do you dispose of 18,000 carcasses? That's something you just don't run into very much. Yeah, never. The answer to that is never. You never run into a situation where you got 18,000 charred carcasses. I'm assuming you just set it on fire. You continue to let it burn. You're like, burn, motherfucker, burn. Right? They're not coming back to life. Fuck. How does that happen? How do you not, like, open up a gate and be like, run, cows, run. Run for your lives. I can't imagine what the sound was like. These fucking cows just burning to death. Oh, it's gross. Matt, why did you tell me to talk about this article? Fuck. It's just, it's sad and bad and it smelled good. As much as I wouldn't eat beef, I do enjoy the fucking smell of people grilling. What does that say about me? I've, uh, there's some conflictual shit going on here in my brain. I got some conflictual shit. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, I've been watching. This article popped up. And I think it kind of... I don't know if it's my computer listening to me or what. But I I started watching True Detectives the first season again. Uh, and I love True Detectives. I'll say it's probably like at least the first season probably top five show for me i just fucking love it some real memorable lines the whole like uh time is a circle flat circle like what the fuck but it was it starred matthew mcconaughey and woody harrelson right the first season did um apparently matthew mcconaughey is saying that uh he might have more in common with Woody Harrelson than he thought. He did an interview on Kelly Ripa's Let's Talk Off Camera podcast. She can't get paid for that podcast, right? Who the fuck's listening to Kelly Ripa? Kelly Ripa off. <laughs> During the interview, the actor said he's felt close to his true detective co-star while noting, you see pictures of us and my family thinks a lot of the pictures of him or me, he think, his family thinks a lot of the pictures of me or him. And you know what? I'm going to tell you guys right now, I've never thought that. I've never thought Woody Harrelson was Matthew McConaughey and Matthew McConaughey is Woody Harrelson. Is this a fucking April Fool's joke that's a couple weeks later? That led to a pretty stunning revelation concerning a conversation that unfolded when the two men were talking with McConaughey's mom who apparently hinted there's a chance they could actually be biological brothers. What? Get the fuck out of here. No fucking way. In Greece, a few years ago, we're sitting around talking about how close we are in our families. My mom is there, and she says, Woody, I knew your dad. Everyone was aware of the ellipses that my mom left after knew it was loaded. K-A-N-E-W. We went on to unpack what this new meant and did some math and found out that his dad was on a furlough at the same time that my mom and dad were in their second divorce. Then there's possible receipts and places out in West Texas where there might have been a gathering or a meeting or a new moment. 
Well, what the fuck does that mean? No, because it's saying like, uh, if the dad porked your mom, I mean, she would have, Woody would have been around, right? I don't think there's too many women who are like, well, I just had a kid, whatever. McConaughey says he's hesitant to get a DNA test to confirm the theory they could actually be siblings. But this is certainly quite the development. I'm going to tell you, no, it's not. It's stupid. It's dumb. They're not related. Have you ever looked at the two of them and go, hey, yeah, these guys are related? No, no fucking way. No, you haven't. Never. Never. Ever? Never. No. Not buying it. It's wrong. Fuck that. Fuck that lady. Fuck Kelly Ripa. Fuck Man McConaughey. Fuck Woody Harrelson. No. No. Uh uh. No, no goddamn way. There's no way. Right? If a mom has a kid, she's she's keeping the kid. No, no way. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. No. No. Uh more Louisville shooting shit. It's all unfortunate. More stuff keeps coming out. Hopefully they'll kind of figure out a why to this thing. I, I kind of get the feeling that the dude's just crazy. That's all. But apparently this, I don't understand this. The gun that the guy used, the AR-15, uh, will eventually be auctioned off. Louisville Mayor Craig Greenberg told reporters that under a 1998 Kentucky law, the assault rifle that was used to murder five of our neighbors and shoot at rescuing police officers will one day be auctioned off, and more than likely not that, uh, more, and more likely than not that murder weapon will be back on the streets. He said, "All he can do legally is remove the firing pins from the confiscated weapons." Adding, "It's time to change the law and let us destroy illegal guns and destroy the guns that have been used to kill our friends and kill our neighbors." Yeah, I don't understand. Like what? Why can't you just fucking destroy it? Just fucking destroy it. News anchor Tom Lawless asked Greenberg about the mandatory gun auctions Tuesday evening. Under Kentucky state law, guns that are confiscated are, are ultimately required to be turned over to the state, who in turn auctions those guns off, and far too often they end up back on the streets. We have evidence that guns used to commit crimes end up back on the streets to commit more crimes, uh, said the mayor. That doesn't make any sense to me, right? Like, this is a gun that clearly uh, has bad juju to it. Um, you just destroy it. But that got me to thinking about, uh, like, other stuff. Like, not necessarily the gun, but, like, um, the, the guy who was accused of killing those college students in Idaho, he killed the four young students in their home and uh, he drove around or whatever uh like his car right and then there's the chick in uh tennessee or whatever who shot up the school and her car was there whatever it was the honda fit or whatever so they get these cars did those cars go up to auction right 
Because I can see, like, fucking weirdos wanting to buy these cars. They're into, like, the whole murder shit. Right? And they, uh, they just want a piece of a legacy, a piece of history, a piece of macabreness, I guess. It's just strange. But, I, you know, I can see that happening. But fucking like a gun? Why would you want to have a gun that was used to murder somebody back out to wherever? And how much are you going to get for a gun? A couple hundred bucks? I mean, I don't know how much a, a gun like that would, would set you back, but I can't imagine it's more than a couple hundred. Fucking crazy. But this is Kentucky. Apparently they love their guns there. But maybe you just got to go, enough is enough, and we're fucking, we're going to be done with this horse shit. We're done with this goddamn horse shit. God. I'm sorry, everybody. My brain isn't functioning properly. I need to never work at 2 in the morning ever again. I need to never work at 2 in the morning ever, ever again. All right, I'm going to end on this just because, my, like I said, my brain isn't functioning. But I saw this is cool. This is a, a reason for me to move to Maine. That is something that you've never heard anybody ever say ever. I'm moving, moving to Maine. Oh, my God. Are you in the militia? Are you on the run from the law? Why the fuck are you moving to Maine? Apparently, though, over uh, Callis, Maine. I'm assuming that's how you say it. C-A-L-A-I-S, Callis, Calas, Calis. There was a large fireball in a booming noise that happened uh, when it happened Saturday, this past Saturday. And apparently a meteorite fell out of the sky at approximately noon, Saturday afternoon. NASA's radar was able to observe the event for nearly five minutes and calculated fallen meteorite masses from 1.59 to 322 grams or less than a pound, although larger masses may have fallen. Because of this, Maine Mineral and Gem Museum in Bethel is offering a $25,000 reward for the first meteorite they get weighing one kilogram or more. Now, how do you know what a meteorite looks like? Now, I'm, I know I'm dumb as shit. But if I were to see a meteorite, I would just assume it was like a fucking rock. Yeah, this is a rock. No, man, that's a meteorite. Well, how the fuck do you know? Uh, let's see. So if you go and you find it, you can get some cheddar. Sean Latch, the director of the Percent Power Astronomy Center at the University of Maine in Orano, they got a lot of weird fucking names in Maine, told them as Chias Valley News Observer, that's got to be like a weekly. That's not even a daily fucking newspaper. It's a weekly. And it's got just tons of ads for uh, bake sales, quilting bees. There's no real fucking news in it. That he speculates the fireball was maybe a larger kind of meteor called a bolide because those are often visible during the daytime. All right. 
If it's visible in the daytime, it's usually a larger meteor that hits the atmosphere and lights up. The different colors you see depend on what it is made up of. All right. So is this shit going to cause cancer? Is there going to be an alien that appears from it? Is it going to like crack open and E.T.'s going to fucking sit there and he's going to say, I need to phone home or whatever? I don't know. I mean, what's in a meteor? Is it lead? Gold? Fucking Vulcan blood? <laughs> I don't know. Time to move to goddamn Maine and look for meteorites. 25 gur. Is that the shit you can pick up with like a metal detector? Do I got any like astronomy lovers? Do any of you people know what a meteorite is? What it's made up of? Curious. Uh, all right, everybody, that's it. I apologize. First, this podcast was broken up into two pieces, and second off, it was shorter than shit, and third off, it sucked. <laughs> this podcast sucked. So I'm pulling the ripcord. I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go watch more True Lies or True Lies, True Detective, and look at two dudes who are clearly not family members of any kind. That's what I'm gonna do. But if you guys can do me a solid, like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, if you could check out my Macari store, check out my T Public store. If you can't find the links to either of those, let me know. And I will send you the link. If you can do the whole rate, review, subscribe, and please don't fucking review this podcast based off of this goddamn uh, episode. It's awful, I'm aware. But if you could do it, that'd be sweet. And then if you could check out these five things, you probably know what they are if you've been listening a while. But if you can uh, go follow the Sunday Slaw on Facebook, Adam and Stephanie House. Uh, a married couple that eats a lot of coleslaw together and they do Facebook Live videos of themselves eating coleslaw. Check them out. It's a good time. Sunday slaw. Check out Magic JBM. That's my buddy John Midgley. John Badass Midgley. He's got a little page on Facebook for all his magic stuff. So if you like magic, and I know you do, we all do. We all like magic, right? Go check it out, Magic JBM on Facebook. Check out Extra Levels Gaming on Facebook and their website, extralevelsgaming.com. It's a uh, video game store in Holt, Michigan, and I know none of you live near Holt, so that's why I give you the website. But uh, if you're a gamer of some kind, go check them out and go buy some video games from them. I'm sure they can hook you up. Check out Bear Boards and Tables on Instagram, and you can find a link to their Macari store there. That's Bear Like a Grizzly. Mark makes cool things out of wood. And uh, he is making me a little frame for uh, some of my football cards. So uh, go check him out, Bear Boards and Tables. And then check out Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. And he's got an Etsy store, Barefoot Gnome. Go buy some cool shit from Matt. Very talented fella. Although he sends me awful, awful news links to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> So that's it, everybody. Do those five things. Uh, consider subscribing to the Patreon. I know nobody will after this podcast, but consider it just five bucks a month. And that's it. I will see you guys tomorrow for Patreon, or I will see you guys on Monday 
for the next freebie. All right. Have a good one, everybody. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good day. Okay, bye.